Well, it's the friend zone. Where Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello, and welcome along to the friend zone, a place of friendship that lives on for time immemorial. We're back, babies. That's right. I'm recording this. Uh, for those of you who are curious, I'm just discovering the acoustics right now in my old little squirrel running across the rooftop there uh, in a bedroom. Not not a, not the bedroom uh, in which you've previously heard me record. Uh, two blocks from there, the corner of Jefferson and Nostrand Avenue in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, New York City. And the walls are a little bouncy, so I might climb under a, a sweatshirt or a, a sheet, maybe even a whole duvet to try and... Um, Maintain the integrity of audio quality that we strive for here at Worst Idea of All Time Industries. Tim, how are you? Guy, I am taken aback by your commitment to superior audio quality. I did not see that coming. I've learned from one of the people who sometimes cares about it, Tim. That's me. That was you, correct. Guy, we haven't spoken in a while. How are you? How's things? Uh, They're good, man. I am good. We haven't spoken for... We have pretty much, after spending as much time as I think, even in our storied, you know, history of spending time together, after spending as much time consecutively in one another's pockets, um, for as long as I can recall, we have more or less gone cold turkey. Uh, We've both cast each other aside and, you know, been trying to navigate the big bad world uh, solo. And it's gone okay, you know, ups and downs, highs and lows. How are you? Uh, I've survived. It's been tricky, but uh, you know it's important for a young man, I think, to figure out how to get by in this world without his his guy bow at some stage. And yeah. turns out that time is now. I'll tell you something that happened to me, if I may, guy, actually, um, which is sort of undercutting uh, what I'm saying that I'm able to get around in the world okay without you. Permission granted. Cra- Cracked my screen. You were there when it happened on my cell phone coming out of a cab, dropped onto the pavement, um, yeah. inquired as to how much the process would uh, cost a professional to fix the problem. Too much for Timbo. Too, too rich for my blood. So I thought, you know what? I reckon I can do this. So I bought a little kit online, and last night, uh, after about six or seven beers, um, I attempted to uh, figure the damn thing out. And uh, broke the phone completely, so I've turned a what would be about a three hundred dollar problem into about a sort of eight or nine hundred dollar problem, uh, which will end with me getting a new phone today. Oh my gosh, that is! Do you know that that perfectly uh, sort of captures the difference between us? I am a man who, if possible, will always outsource to the professionals, uh, and you are a man who will see something like that and say, "Do you know what?" I can do this, and uh, uh, I would it's say not always true. To your credit, I would say seven times, maybe even eight times out of ten, you uh, you prove yourself right. But it's these it's these other moments where you really you wear it, don't you? This was the eight. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know what? Life's not all bad. It is such balmy weather here in New Zealand. I, I can't <laughs> tell you, guy. You've probably forgotten what the sun looks like. I imagine. No, no we still have the sun here. It's just has this. You know, it has an inability to generate heat. I've got to tell you, Tim, this two-week stretch that I've just uh, been through here in New York City has mm. been one of the most sensationally, consistently cold uh, stretches of weather in my living memory. Like, just as a baseline, negative 10 every day 
like, what does it do to a man um do you know what it's actually okay you know if you live near a subway stop and you've got um i've got good socks and long johns very important i have been wearing sneakers through this weather and that has been my downfall i've experienced mm. a lot of cold wet toes but i still have all of my extremities so you know uh that new zealand dna triumphs once again it's been all right i've um, always said that a winter you can escape from with the same number of toes that you started with as a successful winter it's not the most catchy of phrases uh but no. as you well know i have always said that for a lot of people that it's just a truism like you know there are so many other significant events that can take place in one's life which would make a winter a success or a failure but you're such a simple man yeah I respect that. Um, also, as I said just before we started recording, I actually, I've survived very well so far, but I don't feel 100 per right now. So just if, if I don't sound uh, particularly chipper, if I don't read some of these messages out with the usual vim and vigor, uh, rest assured, I would love to. I'm just, um, I'm just, I, I, it's almost not worth mentioning, but it's, it's just for me to sort of qualify what I'm about to do. It's like when you see a comedian say, I hear it, we'll try a new one. And you're like, just fucking Ugh. sell it like an old one. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll figure it out. Don't, you know. So I've, I've taken the, the easy road out here. Uh, I'll never forgive you for it. But what I will do is I'm going to dive into our first message. Wonderful. From a person with a real cool name. Um... How do you pronounce it? I'm so glad you asked. Lucia? Lucia. Lu- yeah, Lucia, I reckon. Depends where you're from, I guess. Um, here it is. Dear Guy Bartholomew Henry Barry Allen Montgomery and Tim Tam Shotgun Bat. Thank you, good boys, for everything. You have suffered for the sake of us plebs, and I hope this comes through before the sad but necessary end. Uh, I will hasten to add at this point, Guy, this was sent at the very end of November. I wanted so to let you know... Hypothetically, you, you did the right thing, but due to um, due to Tim and myself, you know, we, yeah. only un- we only unpack it now. I just wanted to let you know that you've helped me through hours of boring IT work and anxiety travelling across continents alone. Without you... Uh, oh, sorry. Although you sound... Nothing like my American South home. You two have definitely made me feel like home at difficult times, and I can't express how much I appreciate that. Funny thing, the first time I listened to you, uh, Good Good Potty was on an hour drive from Raleigh, North Carolina, early this year for a protest. Coincidence? Probably. Hope your futures (laughs) are filled with much less agony. Say my name, Lucia, or Lucia, or whatever. P.S. Bartha... Bartholomew Henry Barry Allen is the Flash's real name. And a Tim Tam shotgun is when you drink a hot liquid through a Tim Tam. Oh, I love that. I, um... What? Who is this? Is this person from America or England? Well, they said that they were from the South, the American South. What the... F- How do they know about Tim Tams? You know, they, Yeah, you know, that's trusted information. We've got that stuff on lock away from the, the Yanks, I thought. Yeah, that's sacred. Uh, well, thank you so much for the message. I hope you enjoyed your your time in rally, and um, yeah, happy to happy to do our bit. I wonder what the IT work was. Maybe um, dealing with security of emails. Maybe that's how the Tim Tam information got out. It was Hillary Clinton's emails. <laughs> <laughs> Seems unlikely, but I love where your head's at. I should really be supporting you. 
<laughs> but instead, I'm just going to read a different message. Very good. Howdy, Tim Zan Brook and Guyam Henry. Those are um, rugby-based puns. Zin Zan Brook, one of the greatest number eights to play the game. He had a very threatening drop kick, actually, from anywhere as far from the post as 50 metres. And, of course, Guyam Henry, um, after Graham Henry, the greatest All Blacks coach we've ever had, with all due respect to Steve Henson. I hope you appreciate the Why would you thing. do that to Steve Hansen, actually? What's your beef? Nothing. I just think Graham Henry's the best coach we had. I mean, Steve it's, it's sort of it's also like Steve Hansen's still active. Yeah. So Hard to get that legend status when you're still in the game, huh? Exactly. It's like, you know that uh, you know uh, uh, Captain Richie McCall refused a knighthood whilst he was still an active rugby player because he thought that all the other boys would fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> that was his stated reason. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Okay. I hope you appreciate the rugby-themed spin of your names. Although I don't really much care for sports, I just wanted to look cool and creative in front of you cats. <laughs> I just thought I'd flick you dudes a little message and thank you for committing to this reckless and ill-advised undertaking we've all come to know and love as Worst Idea. I'd just like to take this time to humbly brag that I've been with you boys from the very beginning as I followed you two on from the ye olde TVNZU days. I was pretty gutted when that channel ended, so it was wonderful to have Worst Idea as a sort of spin-off. Big claim in parenthesis. Potty's brought me so much joy, so much laughter, so much Sandler, and so many unwanted thoughts about three films I don't ever care to watch. You two are mad, but I'm thankful we got to listen uh, listen into it unfolding. Many kisses for that, always gifts, and very affordable for the festive season, don't you know? Live every moment, love every day, get some goddamn fresh air, say my name, because it's the only one I've got, Renee Church. Well, Renee, do you know, I actually remember... Uh, uh, engaging with you on the TVNZU app when you used to watch You Late. And uh, of course we run into one another from time to time around the the comedy scene in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, so thank you so much for your fandom if you can call it that. But mostly thank you for this very kind message uh, for which I am very grateful. Tim might not be but he's a real piece of work that boy. I, the name Renee Church rang such a bell that I googled her and uh, it turns out I know exactly who she is she writes for the spin-off and she's just a, a top person a top Kiwi yeah one and the same she's right about fresh air right now I feel stifled you know fuck you I man I feel you've, wanting you've for been, O2 you've been just lounging about like a lizard in the sun you want to talk about you know wanting fresh air although the crisp the crisp Winter air is fantastic, but um, it limits when it's negative ten. It sort of limits the amount of time you're willing to spend in the great outdoors. Uh, I guess so, and I, I guess now you consider New York City, the concrete jungle, the great outdoors, huh? Uh, here's the thing, guy, and I have drawn the short straw on behalf of New Zealand uh, to give you this news. You've changed, dude, and you need to really pull your socks up before you get back here, because. A lot of people talking about it. A lot of people aren't happy with you and your attitude. I'm a cool guy. Cool, nice guy. You've changed. A change has happened. Same me, dude. Same me. You keep saying that, but it's demonstrably not the case. And here is a message from Elijah. 
Dear Tim and Guy, I'm terrible at nicknames. I've never been the type to tell uh, to want to yell something out during a live performance, but I was at the New York live show when you and your wonderful guest, Maeve Higgins, discussed the relationship of Jewish people to heaven, and I could hardly keep silent. Boy, did you come to the right place, i.e. New York, to raise that line of inquiry. As a Jew myself, part of why I couldn't yell out during the show is that it would have taken at least 20 minutes to do so, but here's just, here is the short version. The basic Jewish take on the afterlife can be summed up as, hey, we'll see when we get there. But more specifically, in our ancient history, there was only hell. However, hell wasn't bad exactly, just kind of like the basement where everyone went. This has gotten expanded on throughout the millennia, but we've never had the kind of fixation on heaven and a post-death reward that Christians do. If, however, Skrull exists in a purely Christian cosmology, likely, then he could technically go to heaven, but only if he committed, only if he never committed any sins in his life. This is at least what I've been led to believe by evangelicals who wanted me to know that being Jewish didn't technically rule out heaven for me. I haven't seen the movie, but based on your description, I don't think he would qualify. Anyway, it was lovely to see you boys in person for a second time, and please know that, because I work a night shift, I actually took a vacation day to see you. Note also that Americans get very few vacation days. Say my name, hugs, and always a gift, kisses, Elijah Kinch Spector. Thank you for that informative uh, message, and thank you for taking... I know that you don't get many holiday days, so thank you for... um taking that time off you didn't speak out about whether or not you deemed it worthwhile <laughs> i think that was inferred yeah but you're, you're a cocky little shit uh mayor <laughs> elijah you elijah's a, a gentleman and a scholar a, a has, theologian of sorts as well yeah he, or he as close as we will intellect. get um, Elijah, on behalf of Guy and myself, thank you so much for taking a day off and coming to see the show, man. That's so great. And also, while I'm here, what a funny turn of phrase, on behalf of someone and myself. You're talking, dude. We get it. You know? Beha- I, I've always thought that's crazy, on behalf of. I remember in school assemblies when someone would be, when some, like the school would thank someone and some fucking delegate would go up on stage and be like, on behalf of... Uh, the entire school, you know, body and myself, and I was like, "Fucking, come on, motherfucker! You don't speak for me. I never respected that person. I mean, I might have, you, you know. Anyway, you should have interjected when the school had guests and said, oh. "This man speaks not for me." God, uh, it was such a rigid school. Everything was so tight. I remember the funniest one was when we had a guest. I can't remember who. I think it was like former deputy prime minister uh, Michael Cullen. Oh wow! Because he was alumni, mm-hmm. and um, he was there for some reason. And then uh, uh, one of the, uh, uh, like a an intra school competition, you know, like from amongst the houses, like Harry Potter, uh, mm-hmm. one of the houses called Condal's House won some sort of prize. And the delegate who was sent up to accept the prize was he was the funniest kid when I was in school. I always thought he was very funny. His name was Sam Stewart, and he walked up on stage. <laughs> He'd been hitting the nuts before assembly, and so he was he was walking funny. And somehow someone said to him, "If if uh, when you go up, you should walk like that all the way up." And so he walked like he'd been hitting the nuts all the way up onto the stage and all the way back down. And it was like, I mean, it's such a small, pathetic, you know, teenage gesture. But holy shit, that guy killed. I'll like, bet. 
<laughs> that, that at an all boys school would have uh, I can only imagine it would have brought and the house the best down part, the best part was because all of the teachers would have to sit on the stage and so you watch this divide amongst the the faculty of half the teachers who couldn't resist you know a juvenile explosion of laughter and then the other more high end teachers who were like you just watch them as they seethed with rage <laughs> anyway I love it hey what became of Sam do you know what? I don't know. I'd run into him every now and then. Last I saw on Instagram, he was on a beach in the Mediterranean. So That's so good because I had him pegged for a banker in my head, but that doesn't sound like banker behavior. What are you talking about? Bankers love the Mediterranean. They save up all their money. Yeah, How do bankers just make money? Do they just take like for every $100 you deposit, they take $1? Because if yeah. that's the case, man, we should go into banking. Should that be our next venture, guys? Should we start a bank? <laughs> yeah I think that sounds like a, a foolproof idea yeah I think it seems like a really good idea you just need a little bit of capital to get started okay, just a little one. a little wee bit guy just a little bit of money <laughs> just a little bit of money farewell Tim and Guy Review Rangers just thought I'd ask a question about my own experiment like all normal people did you did you get what he was doing there with that intro it was mm. Chippendale. It was the Chippendale intro that goes Chip, 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 Chippendale, Rescue Rangers. No, I don't know Chippendale. A couple of chipmunks. I guessed as much. Uh, just thought I'd ask a question about my own experiment. Like all normal people, I watch Die Hard every Christmas. But this year, I challenged myself to watch it every day in the advent calendar to see if it ever gets old. Oh boy! <laughs> it hasn't. So this message was received on the thirteenth of December, by the way. Right. It hasn't so far, but I finished work at six a.m. this morning, and I don't think I'm awake enough to last through today's viewing. Is it cheating if I watch it twice on another day, or have I officially failed the challenge? I figured if anyone knows, it would be you two. It's not like I can just make up the rules to this pointless exercise as I go. Also, I'd suggest listening to my podcast, Die Hard with a Bingeance, but it doesn't exist because I'm not recording my notes in any way, so you just have to hang outside my window and eavesdrop on me talking to myself like everyone else in my asylum. <laughs> Whatever project you boys do next, you can be sure we'll all rally, spelt R-A-L-E-I-G-H, behind you. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Regular <laughs> correspondent, Guy Incognito. Uh, Guy... <laughs> I think you sort of answered your own question in that message there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no right or wrong way to go. I I think like falling asleep while watching it and then doubling up another day is fine. I think it's it's uh, like no one could challenge or question your commitment if that's what happens. If you actually went to the trouble of trying to get through a screening and fell asleep and then still picked up and watched it again, you know, that's as good as um that's as good as any viewing in my book. Yours, please, Tim. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I hereby declare that you're in the clear uh, with well, us. So we'll just, catch up. we'll just uh, post this information back to the 13th of December, 2017. There and you trust go. that you bravely marched on. Here's another one from November. Uh, Henry writes, Dear Timbourine and Acoustic Guitar, or Guitar rather. I fucked it up, Guy. In record You're time. Right. On the latest Friendzone episode, you were saying various homophones to see if they actually sounded the same. Spoiler alert, they did. That's what homophones <laughs> are. And at one point, Tim said, 
Tim said the phrase peer and peer and noted that it felt like something was different between them. Uh, the spelling of the first was P-E-E-R and the second P-A-I-R. This is because in the New Zealand accent, for the most part, the letter R is silent when it's at the end of a syllable, e.g. car park is pronounced like car park. <laughs> I tried to sub in H's, but I'm a Kiwi, obviously it's hard. Uh, however, there is a caveat to this rule. The R is pronounced if followed immediately by a vowel. This is to provide clarity and prevent the vowels from running into each other, but it is done on such an intuitive level that most Kiwis don't realise they're doing it. For example, the word timber, when it's said on its own, has no R sound at the end, but the phrase timber and nails does use an R sound in the middle. This does have a strange side effect of causing the R sound to pop up in unexpected places sometimes. For example, the phrase how old will often be said as how are old in the Kiwi accent, especially in casual conversation, because it feels more natural to space out the vowels with an R. Just some musings on the quirks of our accent. Not sure if it's friend zone worthy, but there you go. Say my name, Henry. Thank you, Henry. Definitely friend zone worthy. I mean, have you listened to this other fucking tat we've been sent in? Yeah, I mean... Tat is right. <laughs> it, it's positively dwindling in quality. No, uh, it's, it's we, we we each letter worse than the last. We kid, we kid you guys. I'm so grateful for these letters. They're a lovely little pick me up, actually. It's good now, to talk was to you as dis- well, Tim. Yeah, you too, man. What was that a discussion on? Was it wasn't quite etymology? It was language and pronunciation, phonetics, phonetics. Perfect, lovely, yeah. Henry and the d- phoneticist. And to think that people don't think I'm smarter than you. Hey, Tim. I love that that chip on your shoulder is still firmly intact. Long you, may it remain. Just as a little interlude in the friend zone, have you written any jokes lately? Guy, let me tell you something. For the last five or six days, I have been uh, getting up and for between one and two hours going to a cafe and sitting down with a notebook and free writing. And it has produced a couple of goodies. Would you like to share any of them or no? Uh, no, they are not ready yet. That's fair enough. But I do have a gig tonight and uh, in Auckland on a Wednesday, that means it's Big Wednesday, which is a great gig where you get to try new material and see if that anyone gives a shit. Do you want to hear a great sketch idea I had? Love to hear it. So it's set in a kitchen and it's a, a, it's a bunch of cooks and uh, they're introducing themselves to their they're new to it to a, the new boss the new head chef and uh someone says to the <laughs> someone says to the head chef uh, i'll be your sous chef and then another more stupid chef says to the head chef and i'll be your kevin chef <laughs> <laughs> it's got him <laughs> oh he shoots, he scores. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I couldn't hear you laughing, but I could hear myself laughing. So one out of two ain't half bad. <laughs> hey, brolos. I'm resending this because I'm not sure I trust a PayPal message even in lieu of multiple eBay purchases. Dear Dainty Tim and Guy the... Hey, what is the contraction MTN? Mountain? MTN. Mount, uh, we'll go mountain, yeah. I'm sending you one twentieth of a Patrick King because I love you both, but I think I love your sist more than you guy. Miss that? Ooh, what is my this s- word? My sist. 
You like my cyst? Yeah. Now, there's a word here. I'm going to spell it out for you. L-A-T-I-S-S-I-M-U-S. One more time, please. Latimus. Latimus? One more time, spell it. L-A-T-I-S-S-I-M-U-S. Latissimus dorsi. What's that now? It's a muscle. It's like your back. It's your back muscle, I think. Ah, fuck. this guy's clever. Anyway, he says that he misses that latissimus fuck boy. I've been listening for a while now, and I am not quite caught up. So, on the off chance you read this in the friend zone. I will get the great pleasure of hearing this in the future. In any case, I was just enjoying We Are Your Friends, uh, yeah, We Are Your Friends, episode 33 with Timbo was in Kyoto. And I was personally reminiscing about that magical city and how I recently got engaged there to the most perfect lass at the top of Fushimi Inari I Shrine. I feel like we've had this because I'm getting deja vu about someone getting, you, you got engaged in Kyoto, as did this person. Yeah, this, I mean, everyone, this is what everyone does. Is that so? Yeah. Should I bail out? We definitely, this is the thing, it's been a long time between yeah. drinks, so I genuinely can't tell. But I think you, you're probably right. So Read I'll say this to you, Andrew. sentence. Finally, given that I now, uh, that I have lived in Raleigh most of my life, I want you to know that you have pronounced it exactly right. It is pronounced Rayleigh. <laughs> Perfect, Tim. If anyone tells you otherwise, they are certainly lying. Also of note, the adjacent town I live in now, Durham, is pronounced Dorham. Please be sure that people know this and feel free to use my name. So people of this great city of Dorham and my patients, most of them over 65, not sure of what your target age range is, can know that I personally set you two Kiwis straight. Appreciate it. You know what's fun? Henry, uh, no, sorry, Andrew has spelt straight as in uh, the typographical feature. Yeah, yeah, like straight, uh, straight of water. Yeah, isn't that fun? That is fun. Hey, congrats on your um, uh, engagement and thank you f- for the money ever so much, Andrew, you absolute yeah. legend. And if we hadn't read your message before, and it's just a coincidence that yet another couple who listened to the podcast were engaged in Kyoto, I must apologize. Oh, here's a nice quick one, if I may. Oh, God, you're doing all of them. Uh, uh, This is quick. Alyssa threw money at us and said, love you guys. You should partner with Dave at Barstool Sports against Blaze Pizza. Hashtag pay the boys. Cool. Someone else hates them. Barstool Sports. It's a website, isn't it? You tell me. I think it is. Barstool Sports is a satirical sports and men's lifestyle blog founded by Dave Portnoy in Milton, Massachusetts. There you go. Uh, I got one here for you. Goodbye, friends. You're good boys. Kind boys. We'll all miss you. Take care in New York City, guy. I know moving is hard. Whenever you doubt yourself or feel alone, you can remind yourself you've kept myself and thousands of others company for countless hours. And each of us think of you as good friends. Your lasting yeah, companionship helped us get through some really tough periods in life, and I thank you for your time and dedication. We're all your friends, and we're all around you. Love heart. And then, as an acronym, but I know because I'm intelligent, live every moment, love every day. That is from Eric. Thank you. Nice. Nice, Eric. Nice. Um, I, think, I think that's all the mailbag for today. 
What so do you this, think, guy? I got, yeah, I've got a few more, but we'll, we'll do another Oh, look, one, I've eh? got a... I've got a bunch more. Yeah, a whole bunch more. So what's going to happen from here on in, folks? And, Guy, I'm sort of telling you this as well, but I think we've talked about it briefly, um, you know, broadly before, is uh, I'm going to get some, not all, some of the um, content from the Patreon and start putting it on this here podcast stream, starting with our watch of Jingle All The Way. Now, if you um, join us on Patreon, we're going to be creating new content and you're going to get it, you know, between 12 and six months before everyone else. Um, and there'll also be some some other exclusive stuff too. We've just got to get down there and make it. Our most recent venture was the discovery of a filmmaker called uh, uh, Neil Breen. This is name, eh? Yeah, yeah, you got him. We watched a movie called Pass Through and it was phenomenal. Um, so look, that's something to look forward to. Uh, whether you pay or not, there'll be stuff happening on this stream. But if you uh, want to get on there and pay the boys and really stick it to Blaze Pizza, you'll be getting other different stuff and stuff a bit faster. The boys live on. Okay. The boys will always live on in your hearts, minds and interwebs. And, uh, you know, who knows what 2018 will bring for the boys. Happy New Year, Guy. I haven't said that to you. Happy New Year to you too as well. Uh, I know for me, and I'll say this because I haven't actually managed to do an announcement yet, it means that I will be touring my brand new comedy show through the Antipodes. So, if you are in any of the following places, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, Auckland or Wellington... You can, actually I don't think you can in New Zealand yet, you can buy tickets to see my new show, Guy Montgomery Doesn't Check His Phone for an Hour. I'm also going to be in Sydney at the end of the month to do some improvised shows with Carlo Ritchie from hosting. So keep an eye out for that. Sounds phenomenal. So much happening. So much comedy. I'm going to go for a swim in the water. Fuck, I'm excited. Wait, where? In Sydney. Oh, I see. I thought you meant now. Good stuff. Well, I'm going to go shower my disgusting pig body and then buy a new cell phone to atone for my stupidity. What a day, what a day. Lovely to talk to you, Tim, and thank you so much to all of our uh, listeners for writing in. Thank you for your keen little ears and your lovely writing fingers. That is correct. Now, do you know actually what I have to do? I'm not going to go swim in the water. I'm going to a book club tonight, Tim. Have you read a book? I've read half of it. I need to finish it. It's a pretty good book. It's quite full on. Name that book. It's called The Vegetarian, and it's by an author called Han Kang. Uh, is it is the subject matter about what the title would suggest? Yeah, sort of. The, yeah, it's it's like three. Uh, yeah, it's it's not long. It's like two hundred pages, and it's told. It's a story told from three perspectives. But the first. Uh, third of it which I have concluded is very much about uh, a vegetarian and the ripples it sends through her immediate family and it is a grizzly oh boy well I've there you go a, I've never been Ooh. to a book club before and look I don't, out not, like, Oprah Winfrey Guy Montgomery's recommending books now I'm not recommending it I don't know a lot of the people I'm using this as like a social tool so I'm not going to actually be able to proffer that many of my hot takes because I'm just going to want to blend in uh, here's a hot take. Uh, I'll leave you with this guy because I just mentioned Oprah Winfrey. Um, she's been in the news a little bit recently. Uh, someone who I will not name and shame on this podcast who I was talking to. 
uh, boiled her career down to recommending books for people. He genuinely thought she just had the book club and that was her main claim to fame. I was uh, stupendously dumbfounded by the claim. Most amused. I look forward to texting you to find out who exactly (laughs) that was. Very good. Ta-ta, Guy Montgomery. Stay warm out there. And to everyone listening, please also stay warm. Unless you're too hot, in which case, cool down. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time.